Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to the Podcast Manager Show. I am your host, Lauren. And today we are talking about the three ways to use your introverted personality as a superpower. Now, if you hit play on this episode, then you probably consider yourself an introvert or you have some introverted tendencies. But if you are extroverted or something else, right, this episode is still going to be really valuable to you because the thought processes behind these strategies, you're going to be able to implement into whatever you consider your personality to be and whatever strengths that you have. So let's start this episode off by defining what being an introvert is. I had my own understanding of what an introvert is, but I wanted to check the definition so I could come from a place of more research than, hey, is is what I know even accurate, right? But what I found was that it really is still debated on what an introverted personality is. So Psychology Today said that compared to extroverts, introverts enjoy subdued and solitary experiences. So you might be thinking of an introvert as maybe someone that's shy or they enjoy quiet time, like that type of thing. Versus what Healthline says an introverted personality is, is they said, quote, being introverted has to do with how you gather your energy. You might be introverted if you're energized by solo time and feel drained after prolonged social interactions, unquote. So that second definition by Healthline is what I believe to be true about introvertedness. So if you are an introvert, it doesn't mean that you're shy. It doesn't mean that you don't enjoy being with people. It just means that after you're with people, you are tired. It takes a lot of your energy and you are then energized by being by yourself. So maybe this is a new way of thinking of it for you. You've always considered yourself introverted, but you think, wait, I actually love being with people and I actually get energized. Like when my sister comes over to my house for six hours, when she leaves, oh my gosh, I just feel like on top of the world, I feel ready to go, right? Maybe you aren't an introvert, right? Maybe it's something else that you're picking at that you have felt that was introverted in the past. So either way, I'm gonna give you some strategies on how to use your personality as a superpower when it comes to podcast management. One thing I wanted to ask you was, do you know your strengths? So I find Clifton Strengths, the assessment, to be so useful. And I did a previous podcast episode with Katya Nicholas. She is a certified Clifton Strengths coach. And so I did a previous podcast episode with her. You can check that out if you have not listened to it. It's really good. But by taking the Clifton Strengths assessment, I think you'll be able to more closely understand what your strengths are instead of kind of hiding behind a label that maybe someone gave you. If you're a parent, then I think this will really resonate with you that, you know, at times we label our kids and maybe the wrong labels, right? Like you're like, oh, this is my loud one and this is my quiet one or, oh, this is my adventurous one and this is my 
you know, quiet one, or this is my outdoor player and my indoor player, as in they like play outdoors. Maybe you don't do that, but you can understand that that happens, right? So maybe you've been labeled as the shy kid or, you know, whatever. And what would be amazing is actually to find out that you're a lot of things, right? You're not just a shy kid. You're not just, you know, an Enneagram three. You're actually a lot of things mixed together. (laughs) And that makes you uniquely you. And you have a lot of superpowers. And when you can start seeing your personality as uniquely great, instead of uniquely disadvantaged, that's when you really can step into your power, I believe, as a business owner, but also as a person. So that's why I really highly recommend doing the Clifton Strengths Assessment. I forget what the stat is, but it's like one in 100,000 people. I just made that up, but it's a crazy number. One in a million people have the exact same results in Clifton Strengths because it is that unique to each person. That stat is shared in the, the previous episode. So by really understanding what your strengths are, you can then use them in your business. And I did a deep dive on this uh, probably a year and a half ago now. And I'm still reviewing my results and saying, how can I stay in these zones of genius? How can I improve my communication? Because that's one of my strengths. How can I you know, avoid pitfalls that come with my strength for empathy? Um, you know, how, how can I just really focus on becoming the best version of myself. And I think that starts with understanding your strengths and tying this all back to being introverted. We might be telling ourselves, you know, oh man, I'm, I'm so bad at discovery calls because I'm an introvert. And we have to question that and say, is that really the case? Or do I need practice? Or do I need strategies? Do I need a script? Do I, what is it that I need in order to take it the next step forward? And that's one of the big reasons that the Podcast Manager program exists is so that I can help you to take that next step and you'll feel supported to take that next step because we are all unique individuals and we all might need a little something different to get us moving forward. All in all, understanding your personality and your strengths will allow you to build a podcast management business that you will thrive in. Not the one that Brittany designed, not the one that Hannah designed, not the one that Sarah designed, but the one that you design and that you will thrive in and that you will love to run. So let's get into three ways that you can use your introverted personality as a superpower. The first one is, if you enjoy one-on-one conversations and having one-on-one relationships, Because you do enjoy subdued and solitary experiences. Maybe you associate your introvertedness around that and you would enjoy more talking one-on-one with people than in a big group. Then, man, you're in luck because you will really like working with clients. It is really a one-on-one relationship. There might be someone on their team that you work with, but you're able to really go deep with that relationship and get to know the client. You're not going to talk to them that often, but you do get to know them and you listen to them every single week. So you know them pretty well, even after working with them just for a couple of months. So one of the things I want to remind you here is that you don't need to attend conferences. You not need to attend large networking events. You might hear that those things are working for other people, but 
if you show up as your best self when you are having one-on-one conversations with people and you're building one-on-one deep relationships, that's going to really serve you well in your business. So do not feel like you have to attend conferences. You do not have to get on a stage and do things that are just not going to be in your wheelhouse. Number two, if you find that you're more of an introvert that is recharged after alone time, then you're going to love client work because client work is one-on-one time with yourself. (laughs) It is getting in the zone. It is getting stuff done. And I am an introvert in this way that I am drained after social interactions and I feel recharged after alone time. And that's why, especially early on in my business growth, my business will self-care and That was because I was with my kids all day. You know, I'm still with a combination of my kids all day. And so coming into my office, coming into a corner of my house, in my basement, wherever my office has been, and sitting in front of my computer and working on something has been life-giving for me. So if that is you, if you really feel great after alone time, then you really are going to just love client work. You're going to be able to recharge yourself with that client work And then you're going to be able to use your energy to engage with your clients or potential clients, right? Like, you know, people that make reels and they seem really, really outgoing. And then you find out that they're an introvert and you're like, wait, that doesn't make sense. It actually does make sense because introverts, just because we need alone time to feel energized, doesn't mean we can then use our energy to go out there and live a little bit of life on Instagram, and then come back and recharge, right? So use your energy to engage with clients, maybe get on Instagram, wherever it is that you are connecting with people, and then your client work will be there to recharge you and all the other things that you're doing in your life. The third way that you can use your introverted personality as a superpower is in discovery calls. This is a one-on-one conversation, right? It's a sales conversation. It's a getting to know you conversation. It's a, are we a good fit conversation? And so this is a great time to lean into your unique strengths. And I wanted to give you a couple of examples here because I know that the discovery call is a piece that if you kind of identify yourself as an introvert, you might feel kind of hung up on or, or just nervous about, right? So as I mentioned, empathy is one of my personal strengths. And what that means in the Clifton strength sense is that I can feel energy in a room in the sense that if someone is feeling down, I can sense that if there's somebody left out of a group, I know that that person's left out. Like I just know, not like telepathically, but like know kind of like the vibe of the room. And I'm like very affected by the vibe of the room. (laughs) So, you know what, I actually had a client once who when we we started doing strategy calls and we really worked very well together, but we started doing strategy calls. And what I learned was that she was, in my opinion, pretty negative when it came to strategy. It was like she was just saw things a lot differently than I did and would bring just bring up like all the pitfalls and bring up all of the just the negative parts of it. And when I would get off that strategy call, I felt exhausted because I felt like I had to really 100% carry that call, you know. And so for me, that just was not a good fit for me. And I'm kind of going on a tangent here. But let's say that you too have empathy as a strength. Okay, well, how can you lean into that when it comes to a discovery call or strategy call or whatever? Well, when it comes to a discovery call is I can see 
how they're feeling about their podcast launch, right? Like we get on a call and they say like, oh, I'm so excited to, to launch this podcast, but I'm nervous about this or I'm unsure about this. I can kind of speak to those feelings because I can feel like, oh, they're a little bit nervous about getting in front of a mic or, you know, they're nervous that this isn't going to have an ROI or whatever. And I can I can feel that, that out. That's one example. Another way that you could use a strength of yours in a discovery call is let's say you have responsibility as a strength. Responsibility in the Clifton Strengths world is you feel responsible for getting your tasks done. Like you're extremely responsible and you feel ownership over things. So if something is left undone, like you're not going to be able to shut your computer. So these strengths, like they have their their positives and their their minuses. But when it comes to responsibility, you can tell the client, hey, one of my strengths is that I will get things done. I can be the last person on the line of, of things to do and make sure that everything for your episode each week is absolutely done. So you can even just explain to a client on a discovery call, you kind of say like, you don't say, hey, I'm not super great at talking to people on, you know, on a discovery call like this. You don't need to say that. But you say, this is these are where my strengths lie. And that's how I'm really going to serve you as a podcast manager. I mean, how impressive would that be for you to say, hey, these are some of my strengths. And these are why I make a really great podcast manager. And maybe I'm not coming off super confident right now. and maybe." You know, I'm I'm not like the person that should be in front of the the mic or something, but this is where I excel, right? And you wouldn't say like all your negatives, but you would point out where your strengths are and they would say, wow, this will be a great partnership because if they're starting a podcast, they probably are pretty confident in front of a mic, right? Or they've got a, they've got a really important message to share. So when you're able to point out what you're bringing to the table, that would be very impressive. If you feel hesitant towards a discovery call and you think that after hearing about being an introvert and some of these strategies already, if you think instead, you know what, this might be a confidence thing, right? Maybe I am not as introverted as I thought. And instead, this is somewhat of a confidence thing or a label that I've kind of carried that I'm shy or whatnot. If it's a confidence thing, I would encourage you to start using affirmations, If you are not a fan of affirmations, if you do not get the point of affirmations, if you're like, no, thank you, (laughs) hear me out for a minute. Okay, so I was reading this book and he was talking about affirmations and I've been a fan of affirmations. I've done affirmations before, not really consistently, but I was was pretty pro-affirmation before I heard this. But when I heard it, I was like, wow, this is such a great illustration. So I want to share it with you guys here. He said that, think about if you woke up every day and spent five minutes visualizing yourself getting sick, five minutes of just sitting in a chair thinking about how you are feeling sick. You're not feeling great. You're feeling sick, right? If you spent five minutes every day doing that, think of how detrimental that would probably be, right? You you would for sure make yourself sick somehow. <laughs> that is a great illustration of how powerful our thoughts are, right? 
we would never want to do that. That's like, no, why would I know that would that would for sure have a negative impact on my life. If I spent five minutes a day thinking about how I don't feel well, I'm getting sick, there must be something wrong. No, that would for sure have a negative impact of our life. I think we can all agree on that. But then when we think of that from a positive perspective, if we flip it around, spend five minutes thinking about how healthy you are, then our minds kind of go to, no, that's silly. That's not going to do anything, right? At least it is for me. I would love to hear from you on this if you agree, right? If you agree that, okay, yeah, I think when I think of negative, the power of negative thoughts are strong, but the power of positive thoughts, meh, not really. And that doesn't really make sense, right? So that was proof to me that, wow, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm buying in. Affirmations have to be <laughs> effective, right? And they're simple to do. So, hey, why not? So if you're like, yes, Lauren, I'm nodding. I'm down for the aff- affirmations. I feel like maybe I need a little bit of a confidence boost, especially before I get on a discovery call, before I reach out to a client that I really want to work with. Here is one affirmation I want to share with you today. I am highly pleasing to myself and others. When I get on a discovery call, I'm highly pleasing to myself and others. Basically, I like myself and people like me too. Right? If we had that posture when we were get, when we were to get on a discovery call or get on a kickoff call for like I really like myself, I like being in my own presence and other people like being in my presence too. Wow, how different would that be to have that posture as we get on a, a call if we don't already have that posture. So, here's your affirmation. I am highly pleasing to myself and others. The second affirmation that I want to share with you guys today is something that I've been thinking about a lot. And that's, I've never met a person I didn't like. Could you imagine if you've never met a person you didn't like? And maybe you know someone that you're like, that person has never met a person they didn't like. (laughs) They like everyone. They're so good with people. They're so positive. They're, we're not talking like toxic positivity, like genuine, they just love people, right? And I can think of a couple of people in my life, to be honest, that I'm like, I don't think that person's ever met someone that they couldn't talk to and that they didn't like. And how cool to me would it be if you, I never met a person I didn't like. I can find something that I like about every person. And if we were to go into a call going to a client relationship saying, I've never met a person I didn't like. It also makes me feel, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know about you, but it makes me feel like, therefore, people are going to like me. If I've never met a person I didn't like, then people have never met someone, other people haven't met. Does that make sense? So I'm not sure if you resonate with that, but I hope that either of these will be useful to you or that it sparks another idea of an affirmation that you could start repeating in your head, writing down, or using in some way to boost your confidence and step into your power as an introvert or as you, the unique you that you are. And that's where I want to end today is by reminding you that one of the cool things about being a freelancer and being a freelance podcast manager is that there are many ways to build your business so that it is successful. And following the strategies inside the podcast manager program will get you there. Ultimately, you can design this to be a perfect fit for you. And when it's a perfect fit for you, that's whenever you really can thrive 
and serve people very, very well. It's kind of the when your cup is full, it overflows to others. It's kind of that that feel. So if you are not currently a student of the Podcast Manager Program, I would love to invite you to join us. You can learn more by going to my masterclass. The masterclass is free. You're going to learn a ton and you will then get to hear about the Podcast Manager Program at the end of the masterclass. And you can get your seat for that at laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass. I can't wait to hear from you about this episode. Let me know on Instagram. I'm at Lauren Wrighton. Until next week, I'll be cheering you on. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.